Hello! It is Wednesday, May 17th, 2023, and today is the day that so many of y'all have been waiting for because we have breaking news in the Idaho 4 case, so let's get into it. All right, you are listening to the Situation Podcast. I'm your host, Sojo, and as I said, today is Wednesday, May 17th, 2023, and there's new information to discuss in the case of the four murdered University of Idaho students, Madison Mogan, Kaylee Gonzalez, Zaina Kernodal, and Ethan Chapin. It was confirmed this morning by the Latah County Clerk's Office that a grand jury was held on the case of Brian Koberger and that the grand jury has agreed to indict Brian Koberger for the murders of Madison, Kaylee, Zana, and Ethan, formally pressing charges against Brian Koberger. The grand jury indictment came back with four counts of murder in the first degree, one for each roommate that was murdered, as well as one count of burglary for illegally entering the home. Now, when I first heard rumors that there was a grand jury being held for Brian Koberger, I thought that made literally zero fucking sense, as Brian Koberger has already been charged with the murders and burglary in this case. And typically, a grand jury is held in federal cases and in some states' cases. A grand jury is typically held before charges are made against someone as the entire point of a grand jury is to have evidence in a case presented by the prosecution and the grand jury decides if they believe there's enough evidence to charge someone with the crimes that the prosecution is alleging against them. What you typically see is either a grand jury deciding to indict someone on charges and of course at the end of the day the prosecutor still has the ultimate decision on whether or not to do so. And a prime example of that would be the John Bonet Ramsey case. The grand jury decided to indict and the prosecutor was like, eh, no. Which, by the way, shout out to him. That man does not get enough credit for that decision. But anyway, typically that is what you would see. A grand jury deciding to indict someone on charges and then someone being charged. Or you see a state's prosecutor decide that there is enough probable cause to charge a defendant, and then the case goes, eventually goes, to what's called a preliminary hearing, also known as a probable cause hearing, where both sides present their case in a mini trial, so to speak, and a judge determines if there is in fact enough probable cause to then proceed this case to trial. Now, in the state of Arkansas, where I'm from, We don't have grand juries for states' cases, so this is kind of foreign to me as it applies to states' cases, but I have never seen someone be charged with a crime and then retroactively the state seeks a grand jury indictment for charges a defendant already has. I have never seen that shit, and it made zero fucking sense to me. So initially, I thought the rumors about a grand jury in the Koberger case was complete bullshit. 
So I was sitting around pondering how that could be true, trying to make sense of that. And I considered that the prosecution might have decided to retroactively seek a grand jury as a way to avoid a preliminary hearing. Why? Well, a grand jury is one-sided, prosecution only, and completely sealed. You cannot find out what was presented, said, or discussed in a grand jury hearing. Whereas with a preliminary hearing, both sides are present, presenting, and it is open to the public as there is a constitutional right to have matters be public. Pondering that with all of that in mind, I could only fathom, the only way I could make this make sense if the grand jury rumors were true, was that it was done to preclude the defense from being able to hear what was being presented to keep the public from hearing, and to prevent the defense from cross-examining witnesses, which can be done in preliminary hearings. Which made me consider the filing made by Kelly Ann Valoria, who is the attorney for roommate Bethany Funk, to exclude her from testifying in the upcoming hearing. This led me to believe that if the grand jury was in fact true, that perhaps it was done as a way to keep the defense from being allowed to cross-examine Bethany. Even more interesting, given that she was the roommate downstairs who presumably does not have much to offer in this case anyways. Well, the rumors are true. Confirmed, it's a fact. A grand jury was held in the Brian Koberger case. A grand jury has decided to indict Brian Koberger on four counts of first-degree murder as well as one count of burglary, And that leads me to believe this was a legal maneuver to have a sealed, one-sided grand jury hearing instead of a scheduled preliminary hearing that was made strategically to prevent the defense from questioning Bethany. That's my personal opinion because that's the only way that I can make this make sense. As it stands right now, Brian is scheduled to have court at 9 a.m. on Monday, May 22nd, 2023. The details of this hearing are not yet revealed, but it is presumed to be Brian Koberger's arraignment where he will enter a plea of guilty or not guilty. And the scheduled hearing for June 26th, which was the preliminary hearing, has since been canceled as obviously they no longer need to have a preliminary hearing since they went the grand jury route. If you're listening to this podcast and you're still wondering, Sojo, what the fuck? Well, I'm still wondering what the fuck myself, but here's the deal. In states that use grand juries for states' cases, because not all of them do that. Like I said, the state of Arkansas does not do that. But in states that do, the prosecution has to prove probable cause either one of two ways. One, the prosecution can go before a grand jury, which is a private sealed thing, and present their case and let the grand jury decide if there is enough probable cause for charges. And again, the defense has nothing to do with a grand jury hearing. Or two, the prosecutor can deem that there is enough here to press charges, press charges, and then end up in a preliminary hearing before a judge, which is both defense and prosecution presenting their cases, and the judge then making the ultimate decision if there was enough probable cause in this case to proceed to trial. So to summarize, to reiterate here, 
The prosecution has to establish probable cause, and they have two ways in the state of Idaho to go about that, either one with a grand jury or two with a preliminary hearing. Now, again, it's very weird to me to see them having a grand jury meet for charges that had already been established, but it makes perfectly logical sense when you think about it as a legal loophole, a legal ploy to have a private little hearing to establish it instead of a preliminary hearing, which is what I perceive to be the standard once someone already has charges in place. And that's the T. And that's the breaking news for today in the Brian Koberger Idaho 4 case. I hope that I was able to semi make that make sense for everybody. I'm still making it make sense myself. So what's next? What should you be expecting to see next up in the Idaho 4 case? Well, the preliminary hearing is dead, no longer exists for all the reasons that I just explained. It's no longer necessary. It's no longer a thing. Next up is the hearing scheduled for Monday, May 22nd, 2023. That again is presumably his arraignment where he will enter a plea of either guilty or not guilty. Now, I fully, fully expect him to enter a plea of not guilty. I feel like that's stating the obvious, but just in case it's not, I fully expect him to enter the plea of not guilty. And I think that should be the next big news, quote unquote, big news that you hear in the Idaho 4 case. So be expecting that next week. And that's a wrap for today's episode. And thank you all for listening. I love you all. And I hope you have a kick-ass, fabulous rest of your Wednesday. And I will see you guys on the next episode.